This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Balikojan. David Copperfield by Charles Dickens. The Author's Preface. Preface to the 1850 edition. I do not find it easy to get sufficiently far away from this book, in the first sensations of having finished it, to refer to it with the composure which this formal heading would seem to require. My interest in it is so recent and strong, and my mind is so divided between pleasure and regret, pleasure in the achievement of a long design, regret in the separation from many companions, that I am in danger of wearying the reader whom I love with personal confidences and private emotions. Besides which, all that I could say of the story to any purpose, I have endeavored to say in it. It would concern the reader little, perhaps, to know how sorrowfully the pen is laid down at the close of a two years' imaginative task, or how an author feels as if he were dismissing some portion of himself into the shadowy world, when a crowd of the creatures of his brain are going from him forever. Yet, I have nothing else to tell, unless indeed I were to confess, which might be of less moment still, that no one can ever believe this narrative in the reading more than I have believed it in the writing. Instead of looking back, therefore, I will look forward. I cannot close this volume more agreeably to myself than with a hopeful glance towards the time when I shall again put forth my two green leaves once a month, and with a faithful remembrance of the genial sun and showers that have fallen on these leaves of David Copperfield and made me happy. London, October, 1850 Preface to the Charles Dickens Edition I remarked, in the original preface to this book, that I did not find it easy to get sufficiently far away from it, in the first sensations of having finished it, to refer to it with the composure which this formal heading would seem to require. My interest in it was so recent and strong, and my mind was so divided between pleasure and regret, pleasure in the achievement of a long design, regret in the separation from many companions, that I was in danger of wearying the reader with personal confidences and private emotions. Besides which, all that I could have said of the story to any purpose, I had endeavored to say in it. It would concern the reader little, perhaps, to know how sorrowfully the pen is laid down at the close of a two years' imaginative task or how an author feels as if he were dismissing some portion of himself into the shadowy world, when a crowd of the creatures of his brain are growing from him forever. Yet I had nothing else to tell, unless indeed I were to confess, which might be of less moment still, that no one can ever believe this narrative in the reading more than I believed it in the writing. So true are these avowals at the present day, that I can now only take the reader into one confidence more. Of all my books, I like this the best. It will be easily believed that I am a fond parent to every child of my fancy, and that no one can ever love that family as dearly as I love them. But, like many fond parents, I have in my heart of hearts a favorite child, and his name is David Copperfield, 1869. End of the Author's Preface